Welcome to the Two Acre Homestead. Come along with us on our journey from a small suburban homestead lifestyle to our new lifestyle homesteading in the rural countryside of Southern Arizona. We'll share with you our tips, tricks, successes, and failures from both our past suburban lifestyle to our new rural lifestyle, all on the Two Acre Homestead. Welcome to the Two Acre Homestead Podcast. We're your host, Lisa. And Kevin. And man, does it feel good to be back in studio. Yeah, there's cobwebs in here. <laughs> it seems like it's been a little while. It has. So for those of you who are new around here, um, we like to start off our episode with a question. So what have you been up to lately? Well... I think the whole episode is really about yep. what we've been up to. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, we've had a lot going on lately. It's not like we've been sitting around watching, you know, TV, streaming, you know, these past couple months or so. Yeah. You know, ain't that the truth? We dropped the mic in the beginning of April. Yep. And we've been off the air from April to May. So, yeah, it's it's been a little while. But, you know, that break was needed, and it goes along with the theme we'll be talking about. Um, we're real homesteaders. We do all the things. Yep. So, you know, that takes time and energy, mm -hmm. and um, we need some time to get some things done. Well, and it helps us to avoid burnout. Yep, yep. That's the theme of the season, isn't it? So... Um, we're going to be talking about avoiding burnout. How do you do that? Right. So that means we're going to be talking about homesteading in such a way that you avoid burning yourself out because you might be trying to get all the things done, doing all of the things. I say that with air quotes, but sometimes when you're trying to do all the things, you can really get burnt out. Yep. So, um, that being said, what's new in your world? <laughs> well, this is the busiest time of the year. So I am very busy with the gardens. Um, we're starting harvest, we're starting our harvest season already. And really just working on keeping on top of my weeds, um, making sure that the gardens are completely weeded, weed free and weeded out. It's not to say that I haven't had some challenges. I really have. There have been some weeds that have poked through, even though we've put a lot of things in place to prevent the weeds from popping up, but they still pop up. Um, and we've been working on the expansion of the garden, although we're pretty much done with that now. Now it's just really focusing on the harvesting aspect of it. The temperatures have been kind of cool. Um, and when I say cool, I mean, you know, we might be touching the 90s. I think we did get to 97 just this past week, but it was for one day. And then now we're getting ready to cool off and be back into the 80s. 
that's significant because we're here in the high deserts of Arizona and um, I should say the low desert of Arizona, but we are in a high elevation. So it's, it's a little bit interesting. The weather is thrown everybody that I know a little bit of a curveball because the weather is just actually cooler right now. So it's kind of holding up some of the plant growth, especially of our warmer season crops, like our, um, our eggplants. Um, and it's extended the season for some of our cooler weather crops like um, brassicas and so forth. So it's been kind of interesting. Um, that's what's going on in the gardens. But I know I've been driving you crazy because we've been getting new animals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Yep. There have been some new additions. Yeah. So one of the new additions is our goats. Now, before the end of last season, we made a hard decision to get rid of our three goats. Um, we just felt that it wasn't the right time for us to to be milking. And um and that was a personal decision for us. We were we gave the our goats back to their original owners who gladly accepted them. But as things progressed, um, as the months passed, the things that were keeping us occupied and very stressed died down and something really interesting happened. I got a text message from the goat's original owner asking if we would like to have them again. And we said, of course. And so our goats are back. And this time we believe all three of them are pregnant. Um, So we're waiting to get the test, um, the test done on the goats, but we're pretty sure um, they are pregnant because we have not heard anybody going into heat. So that's exciting. Um, and we've also had some health challenges. So specifically me, I've been facing some health challenges. So we've completely done a dietary change and I have been just stuck in the weeds on fishing out how to correct some of these health problems that I've been having with diet um, and just changing how we do things health wise here on our homestead. So yeah, I haven't, I've not that busy, you know. Do you love seafood? I do. I was raised on seafood. My dad would deep sea fish every month, and as the years have gone by, I've struggled to find that same crisp, fresh-tasting seafood. That is until now. Wild Alaskan Company brings sustainably caught fish off the coast of Alaska straight to your door. You'll get things like rockfish, halibut, coho salmon, cold smoked salmon, and so much more. So head on over to wildalaskancompany.com and when you go to checkout, 
use the coupon code TWOACRE, that's T-W-O-A-C-R-E, for $25 off your first order. So again, that's wildalaskancompany.com and use the coupon code TWOACRE for $25 off your first order. And now, back to our podcast. So, Kevin, what have you been up to lately? So what have I been up to? Um, let's see. So the first thing, when I think about some of the things that we've been working on these past couple months, we added electrical to the barn. So that's been real nice. So we added some really good lighting in there and some outlets, um, mainly on the inside. And that gives us the ability to not only have good lighting if we go out there uh, late at night, early in the morning when we need to take care of chores, but also we can run fans in there. That makes it a bit cooler. Um, mm-hmm. I added some vents actually too, to kind of keep fresh air flowing through there too, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's really nice. And then, you know, you mentioned about the goats now that we have the goats back and if, especially if all of them are in milk, um, we have an electric milker. So that's going to help, um, make that process a lot easier. So right. I'm not dragging a cord out every morning. Yeah. That's a pain. Cause that's what we were doing before is yep. we were dra- dragging out an electrical cord and that got to be just too much. hundred foot cord or something from the house, you know, to, yeah. but anyway, we don't need to do that anymore. So I think that is uh, real cool. Um, along with that electrical, we added a new shop. So I'm real excited about that. I've been <laughs> wanting that for some time. And, um, you know, especially with the need to construct things from time to time, um, fix things or whatnot, it's real nice to be able to have things set up. I built a workbench that I can roll around right now. And we'll get into this as far as animals, but. I'm building another coop. Uh, it's real nice because I can do a little bit at a time, leave it where it's at, come back, and it just it's a time saver. So it's mm-hmm. real nice. Um, so the shop allows you know for building things. Uh, the barn set up a lot better for milking and then lighting in general in both of those areas. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that we've been working on is new animals. Uh, yeah, let's why, see. Yeah, why are you building a second coop? Yeah, building <laughs> so <laughs> what will what this be the third coop, right? So right now we have, let's see. So we have four baby turkeys. Is it four or five? Four. I it was five. And five, we, let's see, we have five American breast chickens that we're yes. bringing up right now. So they're all together. Um, we do have a small, temporarily, we have a small cage mm-hmm. that they can go into. They're so small, they can they can handle it. Um, but yeah, that coop is, is going to be able to support them. So that'll be um, a good addition. So I'm trying to finish that up as soon as possible. And then um, set up, so speaking of the barn, 
uh, moved the rabbits over there and yes, set up a new spot for them, raised it up too, which, so in addition, um, in the barn, set up some additional cages for the rabbits because we're expecting what, probably in the month of September mm-hmm. to um, add some grow outs. Right. Some additional kits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when we'll start our breeding season for the rabbits is in September. And one more thing in the barn that I'll be setting up soon is since we're expecting that the, to confirm that uh, our does are all pregnant. So we'll be mm-hmm. setting up uh, kidding stalls in there as well. So that's going to be good. And that's exciting because the previous owners with our goats, um, the previous owners place the goats with the the bucks. So they just let the goats kind of hang out with the bucks. And that's how they run their program. Um, they don't have like a specific, so they don't know like the specific time when the does got pregnant. Um, so we're anticipating, it's a best guesstimate, that one of our does will kid in July or August. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, we we're, we don't know the exact date. So that's one of the things I think you're going to be working on, too, is expanding. Um, I think we're talking about putting, um, expanding our dairy our dairy um, for our goats, and we're going to be adding bucks to our property. Um, so that way we're in control of the breeding, mm-hmm. you know, when these girls get bred and when they don't. Um, yeah, instead of saying, hey, can you bring them over for a date type of thing, right? Right, but, or, or just the, the not knowing, mm-hmm. um, you know, when they've gotten pregnant right. because – it's it's important for us to know when they're going to start kidding because, you know, uh, kidding means giving birth for goats. And it's important for us to know that because then we'll know, you know, this particular day is the day that we're expecting, you know, this doe to kid. And if there's anything that we can do to help, we're right there to assist in that birth. Mm-hmm. But... And Unfortunately, in this situation that we find ourselves right now, we don't know the exact time or the exact day of um, possible pregnancy. So it's just like it could have been maybe somewheres around here. Mm-hmm. So it, it helps with planning, right? And then, um, right, you know, plus if you you take good records, you know, you know what kind of when you can expect. Right. That to happen. Um, so, you know, like you mentioned, one another project is going to be, and it's always infrastructure first, right? So mm-hmm. we've talked about that. Maybe getting um, a buck and a weather, but first, you know, put up this, the infrastructure. We kind of know where it's going to go. I kind of have some ideas where we haven't really, you know, fleshed it out exactly, but we're going to keep it separate from the barn. Um, I have an area, uh, the basically the area, the goat pen that we have now, I put three pallets. If you kind of imagine I left space for a gate, the swing gate, 
but I just put three pallets together, screwed them together, and screwed them into the posts. So I want to put a gate there so now we can access it a little bit easier. Not a big deal right now, but um, that way, you know, we can lead them out um, if we want. Let's say the the does, we can lead them out to the field when there's greenery there, and they can go eat and so on. Right. So that will that'll also help too because less feed, less hay that we have to feed them and whatnot. Oh man, we can't wait right. to get them on pasture. Because hay prices, we I don't want to get in too much into prices, but the hay prices are just crazy and they're right? still astronomical. Yeah. So and we're not even on pasture. Yeah, and we're not even at winter time yet. But anyway. Yeah. Um, what else? And then the one more project that's gonna be once we get these other things done is a three sided um barn. Not really a barn, but it's a three sided structure for uh storing hay. I've got some things I may throw in there like what a tiller and some things, but that kind of a thing. And plus it'll uh, give us some privacy from neighbors on one side. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's going to be nice. Um, so hopefully that'll be coming sometime soon. That's got to come soon because yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why is that? Well, because we are, I mean, winter, I mm -hmm. know it's only June, but you know, we're, we're already, starting to make our our plans for winter so mm -hmm. all of those projects they're going to have to get done soon so yep. yep so not slacking no we're not slacking at all <laughs> so that is kind of a wrap i would say on this particular episode um next week we are going to take a deep dive into burnout on the homestead. Um, as we were talking about all of these projects, projects can burn you out and there's a way to handle it um, that we have found. We are not perfect at it, but we definitely will be taking a deep dive into some things that you can do to avoid burnout on your homestead. So that is it from all of us here at our homestead. So from all of us here to all of you, wherever you are in the world, happy homesteading and stay safe out there. <laughs>